And we're live. Already? Already. There was no prep time. We are just wrapping up our... I don't. I keep saying off week. It's not off week. It's, it's off the road it's week. It's op, like open week. On our schedules and for insurance and state inspections and things, it's called open. It's not off. We're totally not off. I mean, we're off the road. We actually made it home this time. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. So, um... I don't know how many weeks of the season we're into. I halfway just, done. Are we Are we over halfway? Nope, this is half. Damn it. Okay. Well, I mean, it's over half for you. Yeah, it's, it's different for me, me. But anyways, yeah, we pulled into town. And honestly, it's been... I feel like we've accomplished a lot. We did get a lot of stuff like, done this week. Yeah, a lot of like major and minor stuff done. Mostly piddly. A few things that I was super thrilled to get done, the so the the Hampton car ride, the sides fold up and you drive down the road and I have nightmares that the sides are going to fall down while we're driving. Well, yeah, that happened, sort of. Not twice. exactly. <laughs> they were still, like, stuck together. It didn't, like, flow, like throw sparks or anything crazy. Um, it just covered half the other lane. Yeah. And thank God I didn't see that. I don't know. So we, the reason, exciting. really, I think the reason for it is because there, you know, when you fold the sides in, there needs to be a brace to prevent it from moving out and moving in. A solid stop. A solid stop for both in and out while you're driving. So it had a, it has a support beam that help like prevents it from going in and out some. In. But the braces that hold it from coming in too far broke, and so therefore there was like slop in the system and. And we've been Afro-engineering it for the last yeah. month. Because every time we whip out the welder, we don't stick well on the road. Every time we whip out the welder, it's 30 mile an hour wind. And, and literally that happened again. I'm not going to compromise my weld strength because I can't keep my shielding gas next to my filler rod. So, so we got that welded on... Got a couple of other projects done. I spent a lot of time in the food wagons just deep cleaning and things. Just because we, we go into the fair next this next week. Um, we open Wednesday. And, Yay. you know, just to give you guys reference, today it's Saturday at 7 p.m. Um, so we're going to jump to the next location tomorrow, two jumps. And then we'll set up Monday, which is not typically what we do. But we're going to set up and get ready. Oh, we're usually driving Monday. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday is usually driving. And then I, I would say, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, we start solidly setting up. Yep. Um, but because it's fair week, uh, it's a little bit different. Oh, well, it's World's Fair Week. What's that mean? They think they're the World's Fair. Yeah. They think, I mean, they think that's... That's why we're open on yeah. Wednesday. No, but a lot of fairs open Wednesday. Mm. How many fairs do we go to open on Wednesday? Not, not our fairs, but, like, oh, fairs fairs. Because, yeah, like, I think certain fairs open a little bit early... Um, but anyways, it's been a hell of a week. We get a lot of stuff done. Um, bittersweet, I feel like, this point in the season, like, it's just exhausting and it's tough. It's yeah, like, this was a hard one. I, I mean, not a hard one. This was uh, the most I've ever looked forward to an off week, like, since I've been doing this. It, it's, I almost feel like this season, you know, to, to put it in perspective for people who, like, run races and compete in things. Okay. You hit a wall. You hit a wall and you're like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. Oh, I'm not quite sure that's where I was at. That's, I guess mentally that's how I felt. But we made it through. Um, everything's packed up, hooked up, 
ready to go. Just hoping the employees show back up. Yeah, because if they don't, I mean, hey, we're hiring. Well, we're always hiring. We're begging. I'll beg you guys, please, somebody. <laughs> yeah, it, it uh, and we know everybody else in the same boat. We're um, sitting here, just enough employees to make it happen. And um, we've had friends reach out to us to bring rides to help them out. Because they don't just want the rides. They need the employees and the rides. Because they don't have enough employees to fill fulfill their contracts. So I just this like just struck a chord in my mind here. Mark Lake with Mark Lake Enterprise. Like he yep. just when I, I called him because we sold a vehicle that we purchased from him and there was no title. It was a title, but whatever. It was Anyways, misplaced. Misplaced. So he said, I need ri- I need rides for um the fourth week in August and that's when we wrap up the Washera County Fair, it's like the week after. Oh really? Yeah, so he's like, I need rides, guys, anything. And I'm like, well, I go back to work that week, so I don't know. It's crazy. Where does he need rides fourth week in August? How do you say Pewaukee? I don't know. Oh, down the wrong side of the state. Yeah, it's somewhere. Always down the wrong side of the state. But at that point of the time, like that point of the season, you know, we do the Wishare County Fair, and then the week after, like, I go back to work. I tear down Monday. I go to work Tuesday. I'm I'm in, in service all week. Um, everybody has a, a ton of little projects to do and things like, it's not like we're just sitting around, like there's something to do all the time. Well, there's always something to do, but I mean, if there's money involved, it might be worth it. <sighs> so anyways, today, um, Gino and I went to lunch and we got to thinking. So Sessler, I guess, gave Gino the impression that Barrel Maker Classic was this weekend. Oh no, that was this morning we had that conversation. But then I said, no, it's next weekend. If we were like open we'd be shooting the barrel maker classic hopefully if we get a spot in on the wait list or whatever um but barrel maker classic is next week it is um what week is it i don't know what week it is right now third week in all third week in july so barrel maker classic is fourth week in july last week in july it's the 29th 30th or something so then we were like hey we should come up with our own match um after all the, the other matches. This is so where like, the post lunch cocktail this conversation is, this is the, came in. I got super invested in this conversation. Like oh, I am yeah. pumped. And I you guys like I I don't know what goes into running a match. I know what goes into operating a um event, a fair, all the things, you know, but matching is a little different. Matching yeah, it's a ton different. So Gino and I came up with brainstorming <laughs> on our thirty minute drive home. The perfect carny match. Okay. The carny match. That should be the name of the episode, the carny match. The carny match. So I think like mid to late October. This is just for fun. This oh. is no this is no like, oh, you you qualify for this or that or whatever. Like this is for fun. I thought fun. this was just random ass brainstorming. Now you're like actually. No, I'm dates? really yeah, no, I'm really okay. Um Adam and Emily's baby shower is October like seventeenth. So maybe like um Halloween weekend. I don't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna hype like hypothetically. Hypothetically, this is not even a thing, but we in our minds are dreaming it up. We're gonna more you than me. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm so you're pretty pumped excited about, about this. our little match here. We're gonna plan it. So what I'm gonna go through is telling you what my dream is, and then don't think that this is actually gonna happen. It might or it might not eventually, but so we're gonna have a match, and it's gonna have ten stages and. Um, it's all going to be carny 
style. So like you go to the carnival. Carny style. And you do the games, you do the food, you do the rides. That's going to be the match. So stage one. Okay, I forgot about the Ferris wheel seat. I put it there, but it's number one. It's bolded. So stage one. Oh, you want to do Ferris wheel seat stage one? Stage one. It is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, all right. How can I forget the Ferris wheel? Stage one. We're going to build a... A frame. A frame. A frame. That's going to hold a Ferris wheel seat. So it's going to rock back and forth. And basically what you have to do is you stand, you know, on the cone or whatever. Shooter ready, all gear in hand. Yeah. And then you go and jump in the Ferris wheel seat, which is rocking. And then there's really nowhere to put anything. There's a little lap bar. You can use there the lap is, bar or not. But Jamie doesn't want to give up the tricks. Yeah, no, we have. That's the other thing, too. We have all the tricks and things to, um, I guess, approach what Game we up. think is Game the up. best way. Right. So I won't say a whole lot more on there, but um, that's going to be stage one, Ferris wheel seat. Yeah, um, the Ferris wheel seat could be kind of fun. It's, I'm so it's like a floating platform, but it's also like a rocking chair. So yeah. it, it, it can, depending on the target array and how you want to shoot it, um, the prop itself is actually easily manageable. Um, Carney version of Cattlegate is going to be called Entrance Gate. And what we do is we set up an entrance gate and exit gate, and then it has a gate that holds those two gates together, and it usually has, like, a carnival canopy on top. And, I mean, I feel like this is the gimme stage, you know, like, put tapes on certain parts of the gates. The gates swivel, like, they're not, I mean... It's not solid. So we could be sneaky. I'm going to give you guys a little insight. If the gates aren't latched, they're swivel. (laughs) Um, So that's my only little carny tip and trick. Is lock the gate? Lock the gate. If they're not locked, they're going to move like a son of a gun. So, anyways, that's um, that would be stage three. You missed stage I, two. I missed stage two. Okay, stage two is tilt tub. Tilt a world tub. And so, a couple different ideas on here. Um, you talk so fast. I'm so excited. You're pretty excited I'm about so this. I'm so excited. Okay, I'll try to slow it down. Imaginary match. I'm going to slow it down. Okay. Tilt tub. So, we actually, Gino um, painted this amazing tilt tub and put it on the disc golf course over there in Giptown. And it looked amazing. It's pretty awesome. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's a beautiful tub. So, I think that a good stage prop would be a tilt world tub. But Gino was thinking take the bonnet off. Yep. And then, you know, you're shooting off of the back of the tub. Shoot it backwards. And I'm saying bring the whole bowl plate. <laughs> Hook the top and then let them figure it out. Yeah, no, I that's I mean, too you much can do work. That, but that's it's not the safe. The bow plates are a little excessive, which we figured out this week on how heavy yeah. the bow plates are. We'll get back to that, but Gino almost took out my dad. I did it's... not. He tried to kill himself, and I just happened to be present. Uh, I mean, we'll come back to that. But anyways, tilt a roll tub. I think would be a really good stage. It'd be super cool. Yep, I agree. Um, stage Not as cool as this four. One. Stage four would be a carousel horse. So we have a ton of small. There's large, medium, oh, small. Oh, we gotta be smalls. Carousel horses, and they're small because we got a storm in Ladysmith, and I sat in a little small one because I, it was on the inside, and I'm like, oh, this is so small. Yeah, it's small. It's small. So you have to Not shoot. Not friendly. So but here's the thing, though. Okay, so it has a pole in the middle. Stripper pole. You have to use the pole like you would a tripod. That'd be the trick. Well, okay, I mean, it, it depends on the direction the horse is pointed. If you could use the horse's head or the pole or both, but you have to be saddled up 
on this tiny little plastic horse. I'd like to see these grown men. Like, I do are they too. gonna like English style? Are they gonna sit over it? Oh, oh side okay. saddle. I don't know. That'd be so. This is why I'm so English excited. English or Western style. Please listen to the following safety instructions. Please walk. Do not run. Oh, can we play that? The safety instruction. Um. No. It, it'll. Oh. It'll drive somebody nuts. Dang it. We can play the band organ though. Oh yeah, we'll play the band organ. Um, stage five would be our bus. Party so bus. It's not the um, Ken and Misty's bus. It's taint, taint no bench seats for support. So Carney bus has like recliners. Recliners. So <laughs> there's no way like you go in there. There's not like typical bus seats. They're actual like Greyhound-ish looking chairs that recline. Oh, and you betcha, I'm gonna recline them all janky. Well, it's so like, you get in there and you're like Greyhound. They're like first class like airport seats. Yeah, like, you get in nice. there and you'd be like, oh, it's a bus. Oh shit. This is not a bus. Yeah. So your rear support's not the yeah. same. So, but that's my take on the bus stage. Um, s- stage six, I haven't quite like worked out the logistics. This is when Jamie decides she wants to do carnival games. Yeah, I was like, not okay, necessarily carnival yeah, games. I mean, you have to incorporate all dimensions. So we have this thing in my parents' house. It's like you know when you go to the bar and you spin the wheel for drinks. <laughs> like there's a color wheel. So what I'm picturing is um, at Brian's match. Brian and Andrea, like, they have this thing where it was, at one point it was a cattle gate with different colored tapes. Oh, yeah, I yeah, remember Yeah, you that weren't there one. for that, that one. one. I was I remember, Chuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you drew, you drew a card or something. I don't know. And those were the colors you had to shoot on. Yes. So, they're a color wheel. Like, you spin the wheel, you get your color combination or something, and then you shoot. That one, I'm a little, like, I don't entirely know what I'm doing on that one, but I think that'd be cool. Like, spin the wheel, right? Stage seven. Dizzy Dragon shooting at clowns. So we have these things. It's Alien Evasion, um, the Berry Go Round, um, Dizzy Dragons, Apples. And it's a trailer with four giant things that is, it's like the the Hamburglar. What is that thing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You spin the the wheel. For those that were born or lived through the 80s and 90s, like you spin the thing, the Hamburglar, the cheeseburger, and you spin and spin and spin. Yep. Now, again, we're all about safety here, so they're not going to spin. We have to lock it out for muzzle yeah. control. We'll, we'll lock it, but you have to go in the thing, and then you have to figure out how you're going to shoot off of... The tiny turning table. Yeah, the tiny turning table, but you have to shoot um, at clowns. Oh, this is... where Yeah, you I wrote, at... Dizzy Dragon shooting at clowns. So basically, okay. it's going to be, we're going to find, um, we're going to reach out to some friends... And they're going to um, cut some clowns, and then we're going to have hair around the targets. Oh, no, that was the, I thought that was the prone stage. No, I don't think so. That's tip the bottle. Coke, that's, no, that's the oh, next one. Okay. This one, we're going to have, like, you know, you have an Ipsic, but yeah. it's going to be a clown, and it's going to have hair, fake hair all around it, but you can't shoot the hair. Well, you can shoot the hair, and it just doesn't be, tip the target. And it's going to be really hard, I think, to see your misses and stuff. Behind the fuzz? Yeah. So, so it's got like a big afro now? Yeah. Nice. So that's going to be that stage. Um, stage eight is called Tip the Bottle. Once and again, a carny game. Tip the Bottle, yeah, it's, it's I don't know, it's a game. It's not my forte. But anyways, um, I wrote prone. So this will be the gimme stage. This is prone. And you always got to give a, a stage, a, a confidence builder stage. Like everybody's screwed the whole match. Until they get to the stage, like yes, I can still do well. Prone stage, and then you suck. But there we go. 
gets me. So this is going to be a prone stage and it's going to be Coke sized bottles for a really long ways away. I don't know, like 400 for a Coke bottle is pretty good. I think a little farther, but I mean. Farther, yeah. Yeah. Nice. But here's the, Coke lo- the, ain't very big. the logistical side of it. It's going to have to be a target shaped like a Coke bottle because you can't obviously go out and right. p- put Coke bottles. So that's the gimme stage. Realistic size. All right, number nine is sketchy. I'm not sure we've even decided on stage nine yet um, because it was a good idea, but like logistically, we can't take our giant slide out there and set it up. Yeah, we can. I mean, it can be done. So it's the not slide. that we're going to do it. But I'd it like could you, be this was kind of your thing. Explain the slide stage. So it's a giant super slide. It's uh, so tip to tail is 110 feet. There are a bunch of narrow, short stairs to get to the top. And. I think you should have to run to the top, shoot two rounds off the top, maybe four rounds, depending on the target array, slide to the bottom, mag out, bolt open, slide to the bottom, and re-engage the same targets from the bottom. I think that sounds freaking cool. I think it'd be fun. As long as you can maintain a safe level control and all the things. You can. It could be done. I'm pretty, okay, that, but that, I feel like that would be one where people would be like, oh, I'm not doing that. That's kind of what we talked about. So that's why we have backup um, it, stages. No, I mean, you know, if you don't want to do it, you just don't get the points. I don't really care. That sounds but like somebody else's I, I get it, but, like, we, we do have backup things, so we'll get into that in just a Speaking second. Speaking of backup, I have a bad back, so if you have a bad knee or a bad hip, I sympathize. I just don't care. <laughs> All right. Um, stage 10 was wheel seat because I, I missed the thing. <laughs> but anyways, we have three backup stages that were like, if those if any of those don't work, we have a backup. So one of the rides that we have is a kitty ride and it's called a helicopter and it's all racked inside of this like box truck. And so when you open the truck, the helicopter tubs are racked. They're hanging from the ceiling. And then as you look at it, the the booms are racked to the left. There's Driver's four, side. Driver's side. There's four on the bottom, four on top, and on the right is all the fence stacked. So what I'm thinking is... And a very narrow walkway of about 12 inches between. You can barely get in there. But yeah. you can. It can be done. It can be done. So that would be one that would be cool to like, shoot a generation course fire, engage, make ready. And then as you're... Sta- you could even stand on the edge of the truck and be like, okay, go in. Because you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You shoot off the fence versus the... No, you gotta shoot off both. Strong side, weak side kind of Oh thing. yeah, strong side, weak side. Yeah, yeah that's a very that's... strong side, weak side stage. It's like, it writes itself. And that doesn't require a lot of setup on our part. We just pull the truck in just there. Just back the truck in. Yeah. Um, the next, oh, here I guess. This is where you got the most excited. I am so excited about this, you guys. Okay, the next backup stage would be called the ball pit with Terry's balls. With my balls, not my balls, Terry's balls. Terry's balls. So previously, last, balls. last year, Terry, my balls, the guy that we buy balls from for the ball pit, his balls are amazing. If you ever need balls, my balls by Terry. Um, have <laughs> some by Terry. Have some sort of. I've never said that before today. <laughs> have some sort of. I'm I'm picturing like a kiddie pool or some sort of enclosed operation. What two feet? Like a kiddie pool. Mm-hmm. With ball with Terry's balls. Eighteen inches deep. And it's a prone stage. Is Could it? Could you though? guys? Yeah. Okay. That that's how I picture my mind. But that's people will game it. People will game it, and they're like, "You have to get in there and then shoot the targets." But like, how are you going to navigate all the balls? How how would you navigate the balls? How I thought we weren't giving away tips. 
yeah, don't give away tips. Because this is a thing. This might happen, honestly. Mine's easy. I Half of these stages can be solved with one piece of equipment. Yeah, don't tell anybody. That Nick. Nick knows the piece of equipment. Say Nick? No. I mean, he's not Santa Claus. So, but can you guys picture this? Like, you have a swimming pool full of balls that are non-destructible. They're crush-proof. They're heavy-duty balls. You just jump in there, and you have to, like... If you're sitting, then Muzzle you have to, like... Muzzle has to be out. Gun has to be in. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be super fun. <laughs> okay, and the last piece here is called Ticket Box. So, the Ticket Box has a hole... Two holes. Well, oh, God. Um, the one hole is on the top that you talk through. It's circular. And then there's like a half moon hole where you insert the money and your hand to get a wristband. And Gino and I actually, I really appreciate this conversation because, um, apparently it's a thing to shoot like at a 90 degree Jamie's never shot a rifle at 90 degrees yet. No, like I don't even know how that would work. Um, nor do I want to really experience it, but I might, if this this match happens, I'll try it, but it used to be fun. So what do you, this is your thing. What do you envision with this stage? I envision, uh, so side, it's, it's this cube, and you got the plexiglass and the one window, um, the serving window or whatever. I envision it door open on the side. You're standing outside the box, all gear in hand, ready to go on command. In, on the command engage, there's a chair inside that the ticket seller would sit on. And there's the porthole uh, that the hand and the money and all that stuff goes through. And it's, it's just tall enough to get your gun through. However, it's not tall enough to get your gun scoped through. And the counter is just deep enough that it doesn't work for anything but just a bag. So the best way is going to be sideways out of the porthole or vertical through the porthole, but your $5,000 Z-Comp scope has to look through some... Sun bleached plexiglass. Scratch sun bleached. <laughs> yeah. So I oh mean, there, there's there's different ways to approach a stage, and they could all be kind of fun. I just I think that this is going to be the coolest, funnest thing ever. The ticket box stage could be pretty cool. No, all of them. Honestly, I think they're all really doable, and um, you know, there's a there's a lot that goes into this stuff. Obviously, like insurance, so waivers, with, logistics, but... Jamie hasn't even figured out the target array or the shooting, like... That's not my problem. I just want to figure out... <laughs> Jamie just I wants just, to make props. I just want to make props and the matchbook and stuff. Well, but you... The matchbook... Half of the matchbook or more is the target array. Yeah, just tell me what the target array is and I'll write it. I'll figure it out. I just... I'm super pumped. I are you know. shooting 600 yards out of the porthole on the side? Or are you shooting 400 yards and 500 yards off the slide? Or... Like, all those things. That, I know what matters. You're right. But this is the beginning stages of my oh, this dream. Was, this the is reason only that it, a cocktail into lunch that this yeah, conversation Yeah, this is... Happened. The reason that this came up is because Barrel Maker Classic is next weekend, not this weekend. And I was like, hey, you know, I really feel bad about missing this because, you know, we made it two years ago. Last and, year, too. Oh, yeah. We, we stopped in last year, but like, hey, we should sponsor a stage. It have It would have to be Carney-related. And I'm like, why can't they all be carny related? They could be. So that's kind of where it came into play. But I think a carny stage would be good. So out of all the stages that we talked about, which one do you think would be the best suited for Barrel Maker Classic 2023? It's 2022, right? Ticket box is the easiest to make You think happen. so? 
We just yeah. don't really and have an extra reels. ticket box sitting around. Not there. anymore. Sold it. I wonder if he still got it. Mark uses it. Does he? Yeah, he uses them both. So last time I was in that ticket box he bought from us, he didn't even have a calendar in it. It was um, sketchy. A little. Uh, well, I mean, I, I kept the till in my lap. That was fun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But the box itself, I mean, you could make a box. Not that hard. Yeah, we, I mean, we have old ticket box. What, what happened to our old ticket boxes from when I was a kid? Oh, when every ride had a ticket box? Yeah. I have no idea where those are. Honestly, I've never seen them before. Nope, no, no idea where they are. They're probably stored in trailers someplace. Huh. In the Kearney Museum that never sees the light of day. Yeah. So that was my, like, I was super, am super pumped about this Jamie idea. wants a carnival ballistics carnival match. I think it'd be fun. I don't know. I, again, oh, I don't. Speaking of that, I don't know what it takes to put up a match and things like that, but Barrel Maker Classic, of course, is coming up. Not to be scatterbrained or anything. No, I just talked about it. I gotta take inventory of barrels and order us barrels to fill our inventory. Um, barrels for what? Everything. Through which company? Um, Bartline. Um. I'll just put in a batch order, and then they're all done together, and they're local. And I can go down and see Jeff and Tracy and say hey and you know, grab all their stuff. know, that's a thing. I, I put on Facebook through the ELR community, like, hey, guys, who do you all use for barrels? Because I'm curious. Like, that is, I just, I'm curious because Wisconsin is the home of It is many. the barrel maker state of the world. Well, yeah. I forget who we toured, but, you know, they all started... In one place and then branched out. Boots Obermeyer pretty much taught everybody how to make barrels. Right. But then, you know, there's the Wisconsin gang of barrel makers. And then there's like Ken and Randy and uh, Mark Fox mentioned another out of Canadian Canada? company. Yeah, yeah, out of Canada. Um, but typically. I'm, they're made in other places. And right. I don't know. I, sh- I should ask Ken on how he got started into making barrels because that would actually be a good conversation. Um because he's not from around here. But all, like, you have Schneider and Obermeyer and Rock Creek and uh, Brooks and Krieger and Bartline. And all those guys got their start from Boots Obermeyer. And he taught Boots. everybody. His name was Boots. Yeah. That's his, like, legal name? No. Oh, Boots. Yeah. Puss in Boots. Yep. Huh. So he taught everybody how to make barrels. And then they all branched off and ended up making their own companies. And then there was some infighting where they broke off and these guys broke off and those guys did their own thing and these guys did their own thing. And But that's where we're at. Like, the reason Wisconsin is where you get the best barrels in the world is because of Boots Overmeyer. It would have been cool before he passed uh have a conversation with him on all his protégés that he just... He just from what I know of, he just wanted to pass his knowledge on. He just wanted to make it happen. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. It just struck it. It struck my curiosity because a lot of the ELR people that we shoot with, um, Kansas and Missouri and whatever, they are all for CanP, which, gosh, yep. I love those guys. Like, no offense. Um, but, you know, I've never had a can. Well, the 22 barrel. We have. We we've got one on the 22. Yep. But, like, for our other stuff, I mean, I guess, why would we order one from them when we can order locally and 
you know, you get well, a discount. Originally, it was, uh, yeah, so being a, a WPRC member, uh, Bart Lion is a sponsor, of course, we get a little discount from them. Krieger as well, and Rock Creek as well. They're all sponsors of the WPRC, and they um, they were. Now, the convenience of it, in 2020, it wasn't a problem with convenience with Ken. I mean, that's when I end up with the 22 barrel, because we set up Ken right. once a month, and we're just, yeah, when you get it done, bring it to the match, and we'll hand it off, we'll pay you, and problem solved. Like, this is how we do things. Now, it's, I mean, it's not that Ken needs our business. He's so busy, he can't hardly keep up anyway, but... It's just a little less convenient because we shoot with Ken now twice a year. And I can go see Jeff for lunch any day of the week when we're not on the road. So the I guess convenience I, factor is big. I guess convenience is a, a huge part of it. But I just felt disappointed that a lot of people were like, K&P, it's the best thing ever. No questions asked. But like, Well, why? nobody wants to quantify it. But I, I want to know, like, why? Why Why them? Like, why... Yep, no, and, and that's that's a fair and I, question. And, it wasn't from, like, and maybe on social media it comes across as like arrogant. I don't know. I'm not an arrogant person. I'm just like, I really am learning this stuff still. Yep. I've only been a part of this community, what, two no, years now? Your questions are the best because they come from a point like of actually questions. just, there's nothing behind them other than I want the answer to the question I asked. And and I, I'll ask you those same questions and you'll you'll give me your opinion, your response. No, but I wanna my know, side. But I wanna know everybody's side. Like it's not just oh yeah, okay. Gino says this. Like I wanna know other people's opinions. Right. I wanna form my own opinion. And that's Which what, is why I have my own PRS rifle now with all the things that <laughs> Yep. I'm just saying. It's, it, I mean, I just want to form my own opinion and do my own research. And, like, please tell me. Like, I'm not trying to get shit for free. I'm not trying to be stir sponsored. The pot. Not, yeah, I'm not. I'm a, I am not a pot stirrer I'm whatsoever. A Gino and I are complete opposites. Opposites <laughs> attract. I am the last pot stirrer you will ever see. Yeah, I'm the first. Unless you're talking funnel cakes or lemonade. If you ask me if my lemonade is fresh squeezed while I'm fresh squeezing the damn lemonade, I'm going to stir the goddamn Oh, pot. I do love that question. I got it three times in Ladysmith. As I was squeezing a case of fucking lemons. And it pisses me off because <laughs> you guys have <sighs> no freaking clue how long I spend squeezing lemons. All day, some days. Pretty much. In fact, um, a friend it's, of... It's literally half of my day when <sighs> I can assist you is squeezing lemons. And it's not that I'm not prepared. I get up early. I get there early. Oh, you just only have so much space. Oh. So anyways, yeah, it was all, it was a good time. And a friend of mine goes, wow, your right side of your body, your Not right... a friend of yours. That was the masseuse. No, it was a friend of ours' girlfriend. Oh. Anyways, she's like, wow, your right side, your right arm and shoulder is way bigger. I'm like, yeah, because I fresh squeeze lemonade all day. Do not, like, do not tell me it's not fresh squeezed. I will fight you. This is true. Come to my, come to me and say, hey, is your fresh, is your lemonade fresh squeezed? I will fight you. It's done. I'll be like, I, I'll, I'll just say nope. Oh, I have a good story, you guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we've been so busy. Wait I, a second. I haven't is this had... your face? Yes. Your face. Story. Were you there? You're there, right? Yeah, I okay. was there. So it was amazing. It was all right. You channeled a little bit of me on that. I am. I feel like I am the most nicest <laughs> people pleaser. Like I love everybody. I. I enjoy everybody. Like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, I you're just, soft. It's, I just love people, but I don't. I don't know. So anyways, 
we're working and um the lady Krista who is like nope. she's been with me for no. years. No, 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 no. No, I'm getting there. Just let me finish here. Okay. Don't interrupt me, please. I'll I'll I'll, I'll straighten <laughs> Krista, out the story here in a second. Krista was not there. And oh. I had a young lady working with me who is 14. 14. She she's never really had a job and bless her heart she did a really good job. And this lady came. We have a line all day. And this bougie gal. How could you tell she was bougie? Um, she, honest to God, like when you say, Goodbye. oh, she's a Karen. She looked like, she had the haircut. She had the nails. And granted, you guys, I got my nails done. But I'm nice. She had, like, just, just looking at her. Oh, that's not where I drew the okay, line where? for Karen. I, I drew the line. So she was a little chunky. Which, okay. chunk in a trunk and a little pot belly is not a, 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 a problem. But this girl has these leggings, and they're like fourteen inches above her waistline. Oh yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. stuffed okay. all no, her you're right. stuff she's... into these leggings to make it seem like she does. Okay. And she's got a midriff, which is from the bottom I of her boobs to the top of these leggings. It's about an inch and a half. I'm but it's... focused on what happened, but yes, you're right. Oh no, she was. Yeah. She probably shouldn't have been wearing. I watched the her interact with my ride help that day. Okay. Like all my employees, like I knew this lady was going to be my problem yeah. for the day. But she and she wasn't until she hit the food wagon. And I, at this point, I have no patience. Like treat people the way that you want to be treated. Like I have a line, you guys. Like I don't have. I I take pride in the fact that I serve fresh funnel cakes. They don't sit around there all day. If they sit there for more than... Two customers. Yeah. Then I I toss them. Or I don't even make them. Okay? No. So, we, we, we've been to these places long enough. And we've seen the crowds enough that we know... I I fall behind. I actually... I prefer to make them as they order them. Because no, I know I there's the boozy cunts. I agree. However, oh, okay. it's also... You have the line. And you know like... Eh, one of the next three or four people is going to get one. And we're hammering and, through people. Right. And so yeah. Just make one. You get a line and, and you're there. like, somebody's going to order funnel cake. And as soon as that one disappears, yep, I better then, have one half made. Because yep. the next person in line might order four of them. I completely agree. So this gal comes up. And we have a, we have a very long line. And um, up in the northern country, like funnel cakes aren't a huge thing as what they are in the southern part of the state. Um, so we had a funnel. I had a funnel cake. I made it. I made it. You, you made it. I made. Whoever made it. I just, I'm, I'm you, pissed. You're helping. I'm so mad. In the window. Yeah. So anyways, um, I have, and I'm very protective. Like this 14 year old girl who is, um, you know, friends with Buzz, her parents have in, like entrusted us yep. with taking her out here. I've, I've never had a girl like my boys fend for yourself, man up, hold your own. Figured the fuck out. I've never had a girl. But I felt very protective. Like, don't you dare. Maybe that's why the good Lord did not give me girls. Because I am very like, don't you dare. Don't okay. even think about it. So anyways, this lady comes up. Here it goes. And she says to Jazz, she's like, hi, I'd like a funnel cake. And I'm, I'm already like getting ready. She goes, um, excuse me, can I get a fresh one? She literally said it like that. Can I get a fresh one? And I heard it from the cheap seats in the back. And it's it's fresh. And I go, okay. And I'm already, I'm pissed. I'm already like, <laughs> I'm in the mood like, do uh, not mess with me. Jamie dealt with this different than I would have. Almost as good as me, but not as good. I, I, I picked it up 
and I put it back in the fryer. It didn't have powdered sugar. It was just sitting there. But anyways, and honest to God, you guys, funnel cakes, put it back in the fryer. It like recrisps some, whatever. Oh, it sucks the oil up. Yeah, but it's still really good. Anyways, it was her attitude that ticked me off. <laughs> I, I put it back in the fryer. Her freaking jaw dropped. Literally, her to fly catcher was like, open. Oh, I can't believe you're doing that. And then the the gal, the young lady, was like, she had like a smirk on her face because she's like, and that's how she do. It's like an she un- had a smirk on her face because I was making jokes. In right, but, it, but she doesn't know how to deal with stuff, so she was like, "Oh my god, I don't know what's happening." I don't know. like it was more of like an uncomfortable like yep. laugh, like an she's, uncomfortable grin. Like, I'm making the face right now. It's like my eyes are bulging out of my head, and it's like I don't. I I'm, oh my god, I don't know what's happening. And the lady, so she sat there with her mouth open for. A minute or a minute and a half while we refreshed the, re- the funnel cake. And then she's like, ah. And then Jazz gave her the funnel cake. And she goes, what are you laughing at? To Jazz, the 14 she looked at me as I was making a joke. And I was, I just, I, I had no patience. I go, I'm laughing at your face. Your face. The face that you're making because <laughs> we put the funnel cake back in the fryer. Yeah, uh, like she didn't know what to say. And it was, it was a good rebuttal. It wasn't as good as what like I. Would I was do. trying to be nice. You were very okay on balancing the line between. But I can't believe I. I was like your face. Oh, you were good. Like I was taken back. The fact that like, hey, you just said what I would say. <laughs> this is awesome. That's not. And I wanted okay. to see That's where I would me. go. I, and, yeah, that was. I, get, cool. I think I'm just getting older, and like people are looking younger, and I'm just like, I don't have time for your shit. If you would have worked a ride as long as I did, you would already be sick. I know. I, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. we. Uh, so myself, uh, my all-time idol in this business is old man Ed. Oh, my God. Um, Ed Tweedle. He would have just said, you don't need a funnel cake. Here's your money. Get the fuck out of my line. He wouldn't have sworn. No. He wouldn't have. He would have said, you don't need to funnel cake. So actually... Go, go get a Diet I, I Coke feel, at some other no, no, stand. No, no. Is probably I feel like I've told this story. I've told the story before, but I'll, I'll tell it again in case you guys haven't heard it. But um, there was a season where... So I used to work in the food wagon before we had the funnel cake. And then um, I used to sell tickets. And then Ed was getting really kind of old and he needed help. And the, <laughs> in the corn dog this wagon... This was 20 years ago. The corn dog wagon was like a really profitable wagon right so i helped him for a season and this two dude's years, like didn't he? oh i think it, yeah i think it was two ed seasons, was like yeah. my grandpa and i loved him he's been there my whole life and he's 85 at this point like i loved him he taught me so much about the food business um and life and life but <laughs> keel happened and there was a lady and and i like i'm not there to rip anybody off you guys like if i put too much ice in your soda i'm sorry I'm on a roll. We're busy. I just get aggressive and scoop a thing of ice. And some lady, some girl, my age, I was 15, 14, I don't know. At the time, okay. She was similar age. And she's like, excuse me, you put too much ice in my soda. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry. I mean, I put a scoop in. We sell ice cold drinks. Like, I wasn't trying to be rude. You can't be ice cold without ice. So, and that was Ed's thing. He's like, we sell ice cold drinks. We do not get ice. You don't get... You know, you don't get drinks with ice. So then Ed walks up, and she was a little bit thicker. Like, 
I remember and story I now. was mortified and he goes she goes I want to speak to your manager and Ed had my back like he we worked together all summer yep and I you know I'm nice whatever he was pretty much your grandpa at that point and he comes up and he's like honey you look like you don't need any you should get diet soda you don't need you don't need that regular soda I don't know he made that comment I'm like oh my god I thought she was gonna I felt so bad it was great I felt so bad. Like, there were so many times where Ed just embarrassed the crap out of me. So the nice thing about Ed was everything that he tore into people... Was legit. It was deserving. Yeah. It boils down to if you live in a glass house, don't cast stones. Yeah. So you get this fat broad up there being a bitch about something. Well, guess where the first cut is when I come back to you? You get a dude with a lazy eye comes up there and starts acting like a fool. Guess where the first punch is coming from? Like, if if you're not perfect, if you're not Jesus Christ walking, just be kind. Be nice. Be nice. Like, and especially now, like everybody's shorthanded. Everybody, not just us. Oh God, no! Not like, just come us. on, guys. Like, be nice. Okay. The salad bar, we went to B&B Hitching Post Yeah. last night last after night. we went to a water park. Bless Gino's soul for taking us there. But we went to, we got fish and it was a salad bar and he, his back is so bad. Like we're looking at another back surgery maybe. And I'm like, honey, I'll get you, I'll get you a salad. So I go up and the dude who worked there is like, ma'am, one salad per person. And he didn't know. But I said, okay, I'm getting it for my husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, just you, be patient. You, you don't, I don't know. know. And the amount of people that are going to scam you and screw you is way less than the amount of honest people in this world still. Um, be nice. Yeah. That's pretty much it. But yeah, um, I, I give people the ve- benefit of the doubt. But it's, 98% it's tough, though, when, of the yeah, time, like, I've, I've done this two decades already, plus, and... 98, 99 plus percent of the time, it's a problem that's not a problem. When they're like, I need to speak to your manager. And I now I'm the manager that gets to come up and deal with these people's problems. And they're like, your ride operator said my kid couldn't oh, ride. No, can can we go over that situation, honestly, in a way? Um, the, the reaching over the seats. The helicopters are right up right Oh, this I, was I amazing. Really this was like, also New Richmond. I'd really like to highlight the situation just to prove, like, that we're good people. This was the, one of the biggest like, ones. This was one of the hottest yes. Karens. I've, like, high-temperature Karens. Not good-looking. She was a bitch. This was one of the hottest Karens I've had in a long time. Oh, yeah. I even called my sister because I was like, what is happening? She's throwing your arms up in the air, and you're calm and collected. So... You don't get me riled up. Like, no, patrons you don't. Can't get nobody, me riled up. nobody can. So, from to give you background, I can see my sister in the ticket box. And you guys are seventy five feet away. And my sister has done food. She's done games. She's done rides. She's eh, she rides. mid twenties and done this her entire life. Yeah, she grew up here. Like this is her thing. Ain't so, nothing new. So, anyways, she's in the ticket box and she's like, "Gino, I need you over the ticket box. We have a complaint." And she rarely does that. She can usually like mm-hmm. handle stuff herself. But when people are super dramatic, then she'll call. She'll call you. Okay, so I can see. Well, something she can't handle quick if she's got a line. Yeah. But that time there was no line. No line. 
But so this... then she says, hey, do you know, uh, come here, I have a complaint. I'm like, oh, yep, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Uh, she goes, uh, be aware this lady is pretty wound up or pretty hot or something. However she said it, yeah. The fact that she had a preface, the fact that I was walking into a very hostile situation to me, just told me before I got there that it was going to be a problem. And I'm okay. Problems, not a problem for me. Uh, my life is pretty simple when it comes to dealing with customer complaints. Like I said, 99% plus of them are a, uh, um, it's a customer who doesn't understand what the hell's going on. And they want something free because they're an entitled douchebag, generally. Those are my complaints. <laughs> well, this lady, I knew when I walked up, I could see the look on her face. She was pretty hot. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean. Like sexually attractive, hot, or angry? Nope. It did not make my dick hard. It was. Oh, my God. She was she angry. She was angry. Like frying Pissed. egg on her forehead. So. I walk up there and I'm thinking, all right, you got to be this mad. Something serious. It might be something serious. Like, a serious stuff does happen out here. It is not all sunshines and lollipops. Like, we are rare. equipment and kids and we're moving fast and we got people who don't listen and we have right operators that are distracted. Like, there's a million things every second on our business that can go wrong. So I'm looking at this lady's face in the last 20, 30 feet that I get up to her. And I'm like, yep, nope, this is a distinct possibility of a problem. It was not. So she had a problem that my ride operator, John. Yeah, John. John's in helicopters. She had a problem. My ride operator was taking too long to make sure that all the safety procedures were being followed. Well, okay. And here... Here's how it goes. She was pissed that the ride next to her ran twice before they started. And this guy, so this guy is not Einstein. He is an adult with a disability that has a checklist that needs to go through things. He probably... He's a very safe operator, but he has to He's an excellent ride operator. He's amazing. Like, I'll take... This dude's slow. Like, operate... It is literally the other ride ran twice before he ran once. Okay, I'm fine with that. And he's and the reason for that is like he he recheck like he goes through because kids he'll let kids on, the kids will buckle themselves in, but he'll take time to go around to make sure that they're buckled in. So there's eight tubs that he has to tell everybody the safety procedure, and then he has to verify that their seatbelts are fastened in the appropriate manner. And sometimes he's got to switch people around because the adults on the inside instead of the outside. Yep. Like there's things he's got to do, and it takes time. And I'm okay with that. Our business, time is money. A, a guy that wasn't as safety-oriented as him could make me more money on that ride. Absolutely. And this is what I have to explain to this lady. So I explain to this lady. So I look over and Gino is... She's like throwing her an, hands flailing. in the air. She's flailing. flailing her arms. <laughs> After actually a couple minutes. I'm like, okay, this shouldn't take more oh, than a Oh, this is a good minutes. one. I felt very good about this. No, this one actually I'm... gave me a warm and fuzzy feeling. Yeah, but then I look and Gino's kind of... You're not throwing your hands in the air, but like your hands... I'm politician talking. Yeah, like you look like... Lots of hand movement. Yeah, hand movement. And then so you're talking to the lady and it's ten this feet is, outside the ticket box. This is going on for so long that I on my cell phone I call my sister. I'm like, what is happening out there? Oh, and, and I can like, see I can see your sister's face <laughs> over this girl's shoulder. 
I called her and was like, oh, I know. what is I know happening? Because I didn't know what was happening. I just hear, do you know we have a complaint over here? Or the hell, or and you just never know. You do never know. And I'm worried about, like, did something seriously go wrong? So this lady is, like, freaking out. Her She is flailing. She is Hot. upset. She's, She's a 10 pissed. on the pissed off scale. But then she slowly, slowly lessens her demeanor. For a little slowly. bit. Slowly. So what'd you tell her? I mean, you don't have to disclose this information. No, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happened. I mean, it's it's actually super amazing. And um, she did de-escalate, and then she got pissy in the middle, and then I de-escalated her I some did more see that. until the point where she tucked her tail and walked away. She should have felt really bad. Honestly. She should have. She should have bought that fucking guy an ice cream. So what, what it boils <laughs> down, yeah, she should have corn dog, a corn dog, whatever. So she should have apologized I, to him. Honestly, I'm not sure if she even accosted him. She should have. She's been like, "I'm really sorry that I was short with you." I don't know if she was short with him. He didn't say like when I went up and talked to him about the situation. I'm not sure he even knew it was a problem. She just jumped over his head. Didn't say shit to the operator. I want to talk to your manager from okay. our ticket seller. Like, so he might not even have known she was. So upset. what? What happened? So. I explained, so this lady, she goes, it's inappropriate and ridiculous that this ride, the helicopter ride, was not ran for two times that the Dizzy Dragons ran. And he had to check and verify and fix every single person's seat and reach into their lap and adjust their seat belts. And that it's inappropriate and unacceptable. And I explained to the lady... So my ride operator has autism. Which you shouldn't have to say. And it's none of your fucking business. It, it really isn't, but... But yeah. here is the deal. He has a checklist in his mind of safety things that he has to follow. Agreed. And if anybody's ever taken a driver's ed course, there is a safety checklist that you have to go down. Do you do that today? Nope. Does a person with autism that is actually seriously concerned about making sure that their life is straight do it? God dang right. Every single time they get in that vehicle. So this is a guy who is... Going through his safety going checklist. Going through his safety checklist. And 9 out of 10 people get into the helicopter tubs. There's three rings. You can hook the clips to it. And they always hook them to the biggest one, which is yeah. made for a 400-pound man. Yep. And you have to tell them. It's got to go in the shortest well, and one when, that And when the helicopters raise up, it tilts you know, to the driver's side. So you want like the appropriate person on the inside. Well, you want to have the child to the inside because the outside is one. If a child gets freaky and crazy, yep. they can legitimately jump the other out. Piece too, the helicopter has four tubs. The Dizzy Dragons has... The oh, helicopter is eight. Eight. Dizzy Dragons has four. Also so, true. It I don't know. It wasn't even brought up it in just, the conversation. I know. It's just like... What I'm bringing up Richmond to this lady is, is... It was crazy. There were so many complaints. Um, It was... Yeah, it was probably one of the highest complaint spots I've had in a long time. It was... Time. I feel like it was a, the breaking point for a lot of us for various but reasons. But none of them had... None of them were legitimate complaints. Not a single one. Not one complaint. Well, what do you define as a complaint? Where my ride operator did something wrong. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it was a complaint, but then... It was a complaint, but not yeah. legitimate. It was, it was wrong in your eyes, but it's not wrong in reality. Yeah. Just because you don't like the fact that my Attempted ride... complaints. You I don't, don't like the fact that my ride operator is doing a safety check? Yeah. It's not legitimate to me. If I had my way, I'd tell you to just... Here, here's your money. Get lost. I don't need people like you 
out here judging people like my employees trying to do a good job. I don't need people like you out here. I got to say this year, like our employees really, really, really try their best. Oh, yeah. And and it, if they didn't, we wouldn't have them working for us. But like we haven't had a lot of turnover. Like the people that we do have are really like We haven't had a lot people. of dropouts, no. Yeah, they're solid people. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's got their own story while they're out here. Some are more dire than others. And but this oh. dude is out here. He's he's good. He likes it. Yeah, he's not fucking Albert Einstein. But he's not sitting on at home on his couch. He's not collecting draw disability yeah. watching Oprah. He's here working. He is out here, and he is doing his job, and he's listening okay. to the bosses and the foremans, and he's, he's doing. I, I if somebody him. comes up and says this dude is doing something wrong. I am 100% skeptical. Skeptical. Absolutely. Okay, the other thing too, I was tearing down um, in Ladysmith. And two of the guys were like, should you be lifting that? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, so I may have, I don't remember, that. I vaguely remember this, but like. The, you might have drank too much. The rumor is that I'm pregnant. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> but the guys <laughs> think Thank that God. I maybe am. And so. On teardown, they're like, "Can you be lifting this?" That was the best teardown I ever had. Oh, really? Okay. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Give me the thing." They're like, "No, you can't do that." I it's wish like, I could be pregnant. Everybody lift everything for me. You have a back condition. Nobody cares. Tori's know. the only one that cares about your back. Yeah. Junior cares. Uh I care. You're not on my crew. Oh, it doesn't yeah, not. help me. Tori, legit. It's like, no, no, no. I got this, dude. Like, it's okay. Oh man, guys, we're like halfway, and we're legit halfway. Um, I'm, I guess, the second half of the season is, I guess, downtime for me. Blotchy. Yeah, I mean, because some full time, some part time, some. I have. I really only have four weeks left of being on this this season full time, and it it, it kills me. Like I I want to be here. I want to help. It kills me. Thanks for leaving me. It kills me to have to leave when I know... And as much as I love you, you're killing them four, five kid rides. It's not missed as much as them two fucking teenage boys on my crew. Aww. Oh my God. Without them, I am so screwed this fall. Well, they can call in sick. Mm. Yeah, every Monday. I guess. I, mean, I can set up with them. It's the teardown. So, is yeah, crazy. it's just our, we, you know, we've got, we've got, okay, I say the boys. I'm not even including Cash. Um, I'm, I'm t- Cash, too. Cash saves me 20 minutes. On the merry ground. Cash strips the merry ground. But when I talk about the boys and stuff, it's Buzz and then his friend Colin. Um, they're both the same age and they do a lot. I got two 15 year old narrow ass teenagers that are working harder than 35 year old men with. 20 years of work but they experience. are a pain in the ass but they do they oh do they work. screw off and joke around all that crap and i gotta keep redirecting them because they're 15 years old yeah but with all them oh my god i am screwed yeah i mean we'll we'll figure it out but uh just leave the rides down <laughs> that's what it's gonna have to come to <laughs> oh no your dad doesn't care well that's what kind of we've been talking with van pagel came came by and you know he purchased a couple things from us um, and it's yeah, leave stuff down. Like you, you can't, you can't do what you can't do. I I don't know. You gotta leave stuff down and make to make it work. And people don't seem to care. 
like, okay. Uh, the, 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 the patrons don't care. The committees care. I don't know. Like, you mm. still make the same amount of money with yep. those rights down, no. so. And, but, and it's fine. But That's our committees have been. Our committees have been great. But we're not really leaving rides down one. Yeah. Maybe. And actually anymore, the, the one ride we leave down, that was post-2020 to leave social distancing space. Okay, if a committee member, and, and granted we have, we've had the same committees for all of the years we've been here. And I, I'm thinking of one committee in particular, mm. and please don't call it out. Oh. I know you will, but please don't. Okay. There's a committee that I feel like if we left something down, they'd throw a hissy fit. And that committee, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Thank uh, you for not calling I would do names. the exact same thing that your grandfather did back in the day. You'd pack up all the stuff and say, see ya. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, uh, the committee relationship is a very family-oriented, strong relationship that we have. And this committee, it's a fairly large contract that we have with them. But there has to be give and take. You have to communicate. You have to understand. If we don't have the help to set the ride up, yet set it up and have it closed, that's going to look way worse than not even having the ride there. My thing at this point is the only person that we could have competed with in this business platform would have been Rainbow Valley. But they were too big for us. We're not... The same fish in the same pond. Yeah. Now, we're getting to be the same fish in the same pond. But the thing is, the other fish in our pond, they got their dorsal fin and half a other fin missing. Like, the people we compete with aren't on the same level as us. Wait, we have all of our fins? We got all our fins. Okay. Our stuff is... We have all of our teeth. We keep our equipment to the highest level. We <sighs> keep our employees the highest level. That we, I mean, we're not out here in tuxedos or nothing. But I mean, I'm like out our here guys, in best dressed. Like, we... I wear an apron. I take pride <laughs> in the fact of how high quality our... We care. Our stuff is. I want to be the prettiest, safest carnival in existence at 12 to 15 rides like we run. And a guy that has 30 rides or the guy that has five rides, they're not in the same field we are. Whether they're as good or not of us is not but my here's concern. here's the thing. People don't care how many rides you have. They want to ride the rides that look the best. Yes. Yep. I want pretty and safe. Well, that's me. PSA. People. PSA. This is what you need to know about Carnival. We have done this, Jamie, her entire life. I've done this for a little over two decades. Basically your life. Look at, oh, I've done this longer than I have in my lifespan, yes. Look at the lights. Yeah, that's the thing. If you want to know how safe and how well-kept a carnival is, look at the lights. I spent three days changing lights in the funnel cake. We change lights all the time. All the time. And not to say a couple of lights out is a problem, but... If you look at a carnival ride and they're, you get, they got more lights out there. Or the on. lights aren't even on. Turn your damn lights on. Or the lights aren't that even on. That pisses me off. Uh, be wary because what you don't see is worse than what you do. Yep. We'll touch base with you guys. Like um, tomorrow morning, drivers will be here bright and early. Um, and we're to gonna, jump, start of the fairway. Yeah. So uh, maybe like a month or so, we'll touch base with you guys and 
keep you guys posted. Watch the lights. Watch the lights. It's all about the lights. <laughs>